welcome, uh, welcome to my podcast. Welcome uh, to my live stream. Welcome to my Periscope. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I am coming to you 12 uh, miles east of uh, downtown Los Angeles on the rainy California morning. Uh, it is 11, uh, let's see, 11.06 uh, in uh, the a.m. Pacific Standard Time here. Uh, the date is Saturday. The date is uh, February 2nd, 2019. And let's thank the Lord, the Lord for living this long and still living in uh, the Western civilization. It hasn't caved in on us yet. Not for the lack of trying uh, on the part of the hard left, however. Well, um, let me introduce myself before I start to mouthing off. Uh, my name is uh, Andre Lefevre. Andre Lefevre. I am an independent citizen journalist, extreme libertarian. My website is wildnews.us, and I like mouthing off on things political, things cultural, things interesting. And among other very interesting news stories we will go over today, I want to talk about a wonderful circus of political fight that uh, the that the Virginia governor, uh, the um, the Virginia Democrat governor Northam, has created. Now he's fighting for his political life. Now um, he the fight started. The controversy started when. When Northam openly suggested the killing uh, little babies, little infants after they're born, under the guise of the abortion bill, bill if uh, mother and the doctor thinks that they are somehow do not comport to the human standards, they use the word deformed without really explaining what they could mean. So he openly advocated making first degree murder of infants legal. <coughs> well, all of a sudden, a few days later, uh, a photograph, a picture surfaced in his uh, medical school yearbook from uh, uh, 1984, I believe, where he is posing uh, in um, Ku Klux Klan sheets with a person, a uh, white person wearing blackface. And if you don't think those two are connected, uh, well, I don't know what to say. Um, those two are obviously connected. Let's, uh, let me just move of this here. Uh, what we're witnessing is uh, the best of American politics because American politics is not that cuddly little game totally safe and totally protected. It is a street fight. And in a free society it's supposed to be a street fight. That means that uh, we are not completely have turned ourselves into police state where everything looks like uh, it is perfect and everybody's marching in, um, in good step and no dissent is allowed. By definition, the free society, the democratic free society, the representative republic that works well, is a mess. That's what it is because you have millions of different opinions, millions of different uh, egos, and there is no mechanism, repressive mechanism, to suppress it. So people's egos clash. People become stupid and unpleasant and ridiculous. Ideas clash and some uh, bad ideas become popular for a while then go away. 
in a totalitarian police state, that does not happen. I know something about totalitarian police states. I was born in the Soviet Union. When there is only one point of view, and everything else is swept away from uh, from the view. You only see only one point of view, and that point of view is projected as the only one that exists. The rest of them uh, are, are not even given the uh, the decency of existing. Well, thank God that we are not have turned United States of America completely into a police state, even though sometimes I have doubts, as I did yesterday. Um, I am on a, um, let me go right up here. I am on an AP story from an hour ago. Virginia Democrat says, says them won't resign. And this is the, uh, the infamous picture from the yearbook. And, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of it. Uh, Dateline Richmond, uh, Virginia, Associated Press. A Virginia Democrat who has spoken with government Ralph uh, Northam uh, has told the Associated Press that the governor now does not believe he was uh, in a racist picture and his 1984 medical yearbook and has no immediate plans to resign. Well, uh, the um, obviously he uh, he wants to keep his uh, lucrative was it a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar a year job. Um, also. I suspect that he thinks that he did nothing wrong. Uh, the he is totally in line, totally in line with the uh, with the traditional Southern Democrat um, thinking. Remember, Southern Democrat stood for uh, for slavery before the Civil War, in after slavery. Uh, Virginia Democrats, with the rest of the, the Southern Democrats, have sued for Jim Crow laws. Also, uh, Northam have introduced a severe gun control bill, which was actually very much in <coughs> constitutional in Virginia. And that stands in line uh, very well with the traditions of the Southern Democrats. Um, let's see, there was a... Um, uh, there was a United States versus the Cruikshank decision, uh, 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 1875. Um, let me bring this up, up here. Uh, in that particular, uh, in that particular case, uh, it came from uh, Louisiana, I believe. Uh, there's, uh, I am on Tanhangan.com. Uh, 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 United States versus uh, Cruikshank, 1875, gives a little history. And uh, Southern Democrats, let me read you a paragraph and then I'm going to give you some comments. Just give you the history of Southern Democrats and show you that Northern, uh, governor of Virginia, is right in line with all the Southern Democrat uh, traditions. On April 13, uh, 1873, a mob of about 100 Southern people in Grant Parish Louisiana lynched two African-American men, uh, Levi Nelson and Alexander Tillman, after they have uh, tried to vote in a local election that was against the desires of the white residents. After this, a group of African-Americans stood outside of the courthouse and protested. An armed militia of white attacked and killed the group of African-Americans that were defending, uh, uh, de defending a local courthouse. 
80 people in the mob were indicted for violation of federal law. Only 17 were brought to trial, including a man by the name of William J. Cruikshank. The U.S. attorney in charge, uh, J.R. Beckwith, charged each of the men uh, on trial with 16 violations of the Enforcement Act of 1870. None of the men were charged with murder, but were charged with having violated the victims in their right and privilege uh, to peacefully assemble together. Well, that decision was a uh, watershed in many ways uh, because uh, it uh, uh, it may it made it binding on the states uh, to abide by the U.S. Constitution. Before that, it was unclear whether um, American uh, U.S. Constitution was uh, on the local level, was applicable to every state. After that, it has become. Well, Democrats, since the uh, U.S. Constitution uh, contains the Second Amendment, uh, the Demo Southern Democrats hated it because uh, it gave the right to the uh, uh, to the black citizens of those states to arm themselves and um, and to protect themselves. And ever since then, uh, the Southern Democrats were avid, avid, avid enemies of the Second Amendment because they didn't want the uh, uh, didn't want the black citizens black citizens to be able to protect themselves from Ku Klux Klan. This is just that simple. The anti- Second Amendment desires of the um, Democrat Party come from that era because uh, Southern Democrats did not want black citizens to be able to protect themselves. Well, in today's era, Democrats adapted that long tradition, all Democrats, for, for the same reason. They don't want us, the freedom-loving people, black, white, green, purple, yellow, they don't want us to protect themselves against their unlawful actions. And uh, the Northern is uh, is just, uh, you know, he's right in line. <clears throat> he's right in line with the, uh, uh, with the prevailing Democrat, uh, with the prevailing uh, Democrat theory on this thing. Again, Northern, from the, uh, the Virginia Democrat, who uh, pushed uh, late-term abor uh, abortions in the uh, legalizing first-degree murder of children that were already born had, uh, is not something new. Now, let me say something else about abortion in Southern Democrats. Uh, the uh, abortion idea was championed by the Southern Democrats as well uh, for a very, very simple reason, because they didn't want the black citizens and the immigrants from Southern Europe uh, to multiply. Uh, at the beginning, uh, and it is still true for Planned Parenthood, most of their abortion um, uh, clinics are located in the uh, non-white neighborhoods uh, because uh, the, uh, the progressive Democrats of that era and of our era were markedly anti-human. They simply did not want people who did not belong to their elites to prosper, be fruitful, and multiply. So they wanted as many women of color and as many women of undesirable uh, genome to, uh, to kill their babies. And as you can see, nothing changed. Uh, Margaret Zanger, who created Planned Parenthood, was a Democrat, and uh, she was uh, a precursor of the Nazis. As a matter of fact, 
German Nazis, Hitler and his ilk, uh, have copied many of the uh, philosophical ideas and many of the legal systems uh, that uh, that uh, former Confederate uh, uh, South had. They simply copied what Southern Democrat uh, did uh, after the uh, American Civil War. Some of it they even considered too harsh. For instance, they did not adopt the one-drop rule that the Southern the Democrats have uh, had. It, it, uh, something like that comes right in line with uh, what um, Northam have uh, said, and it comes in line. It's not surprising to me that he was uh, wearing a... Uh, let me go back to this picture. Uh, that he was... Uh, hold on. I, have a, I think I have a better picture than that. Let's see if I can bring this up. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I do. Here it is. Um, uh, I'm not surprised uh, that he uh, let himself be photographed uh, in blackface or in the uh, in the Ku Klux Klan uh, costume. Now, many of his defenders say, "Well, it was a party, so it wasn't a Ku Klux Klan rally or Ku Klux Klan uh, uh, function." Well, how do we know to begin with? And also, would any decent person, even 1984, any decent person, even contemplating putting uh, uh, putting Ku Klux Klan uh, uniform on and or being photographed next to somebody who is wearing uh, a Ku Klux Klan uh, uh, uniform? Um, or appear in blackface uh, with somebody who's wearing Ku Klux Klan. I mean, it shows, it shows uh, a certain uh, mindset, which, which is, hey, I came to the United States in the early 70s. I'm 59 years old, so I remember that era very well. Uh, it, it takes a certain mindset. It, it takes certain life philosophy. Now, um, so let's face it, he is a politician, and, and you know what? Even beyond being a politician, I'm not, I, I, I disagree with that idea, I condemn that idea, I mean, I'm, I'm a libertarian, I believe that um, you know, somebody's, color, somebody's uh, genome is so unimportant in the larger scheme of, uh, larger scheme of things than uh, uh, the person's ideas and the person's actions, primarily actions. So, uh, you know, Northam, if he has those ideas, uh, even if he uh, f was photographed uh, with people uh, wearing uh, Ku Klux Klan uniform, by itself, you know, that's, his, that's what he thinks, that's what's his business. The problem comes in is that uh, he wants to portray himself as, uh, as a goody, uh, as a do-gooder, as a somebody who does good and somebody who is morally perfect. Um, and uh, I guess there are some smart people in the Democrat Party. They realize that something like that is totally um, uh, indefensible. So um, there's a severe backlash. Uh, most of the prominent uh, Democrats, and this is a headline from AP, um, a Democrat, uh, a Democratic presidential candidates in Northern should resign. Uh, Democrats started eating their own, and uh, this actually brings ho hope to me that we have not turned totally into a police state. 
of, because for the last few months, I, I was beginning to think that we may, uh, that the United States may have crossed the Rubicon irre uh, irrevocably and uh, cannot come back from that to the, uh, to the decency. Well, uh, what we're witnessing right now is a wonderful political street fight. And uh, I am uh, sure, uh, you know, and it's obvious that uh, uh, if, uh, if Democrats didn't see Northam as a liability, they would have never released those, uh, those Ku Klux Klan uh, pictures uh, to the public. Then Bongino claimed that he received that picture uh, uh, in, no, it was in October when um, Northam was still uh, in the middle of the heat of the election uh, and that he didn't run it because uh, he couldn't verify it. Uh, I'm going to take the man at his word, uh, at his word. But I think that uh, both uh, both uh, Democrats and uh, uh, both Democrats and uh, and Republicans they keep those type of compromising materials on file in case they need to get rid of the guy. And uh, Northern have become such a liability to the Democrats that they want to get rid of him. Also, uh, it is obvious that by <clears throat> deflecting from his uh, comments that he supports killing uh, infants just because they were born quote-unquote deformed, which means it's different uh, from what uh, the prevailing idea what a human being should look like is, um, they decided they don't want to see the, the to hear that narrative. Because uh, today's Democrats, just like Democrats of the past, are, uh, are, are the party of eugenics. They only want certain very definite uh, types of people to exist, and they have no problems with physically illuminating who doesn't fit the profile. Margaret Sanger did not happen uh, uh, in, in a vacuum in the early 20th century. Those ideas were, those progressive ideas, Democrat ideas, were very prominent that only certain types of human beings on Earth have a right to exist, and everybody else should be aborted or killed. And the uh, Democrat Party is just loyal to their idea, to their ideals. Um, so this wonderful circus of a political uh, uh, fight to shut Northam up and remove him from, uh, from position uh, of power is very interesting uh, to watch because uh, it's not often that we see such a real, a real dirty street fight. Um, Kavanaugh uh, nomination was another, was another example of a very dirty street fight, and uh, you may say it's disgusting and shouldn't, ha shouldn't happen in a civil society. Uh, I think uh, people that say that on our side are missing the point. If we have a free society, if we truly believe in the First Amendment, if we truly believe uh, in the fact that our politicians are our employees and should be scrutinized. Uh, we should have such a messy street fight every time something <coughs> controversial happens. There should be a million different ideas. People should not agree with each other. There should be a lot of shouting. It is good when there is a lot of shouting and a lot of acrimony. It shows that we still are a free society, that we have not turned completely into police state where only one point of view is allowed. Um, I have found that uh, Will Chamberlain and Lee Stranahan, 
whom I uh, enjoy listening to. I'm not in their league, so I don't know those gentlemen personally, but their periscopes are extremely informative, extremely interesting. For some reason, they're taking a very soft view on Northam, and uh, somehow they think it's ridiculous for uh, decent people to call for him to resign. And, and, and I find that this is sort of a strain of uh, people on our side for some reason that they want to hold... Uh, they want to hold the, let me bring the screen up, they want to they wanna have two standards. They think the standard that Democrats and progressive have is evil, therefore we're not going to use it. They're very effective street fight moves, because we, uh, the, um, the Republicans, we, well, I'm not a Republican, but I'm putting words in their mouths. We, on the other side, on the freedom-loving side, we're better than this, we're not going to use those very effective moves. Ladies and gents, this is a street fight. Political street fight, no holds barred. You have to be tactical and strategic about this. <clears throat> if this move reduces the power of the opponent, we need to use it. We need to use it. Just like uh, I'm a total libertarian, extreme libertarian. I don't believe in uh, in the government doing anything, but very very few little things like uh, like protecting us from outside aggressor. And, and uh, in, in a limited way, protecting us from the criminal element in our society. Um, I don't believe them doing anything else. Yet I'm all for breaking up, um, breaking up the Silicon Valley international corporations in a million little pieces using U.S. government. Why? No, I, th I think it would be. <clears throat> it goes against my very core libertarian principles for uh, for me to say that. Yet on a tactical level, if we don't do something like that. Uh, they will choke us to death. If we don't use that particular tool that we have, that particular weapon that we have at our disposal, which is totally, in my view, unconstitutional and goes against my uh, moral and political values, but we still need to use it because Silicon Valley is going to choke us. Same thing with Northern. He represents an evil eugenics ideas that would lead to wholesale murder, not only of unborn, which is ongoing on, but of born children. And also, if we if we follow his logical ideas, it will not be uh, it will be up to somebody other than the good Lord to decide how human beings should be. Right now, he may decide that the deformed hum, uh, human being is because they are mentally disabled or they have something physically wrong with them. But the logical progression is uh, is totally. It's totally ghoulish. What if they decide that white babies shouldn't exist? Or what if they decide that black babies shouldn't exist? What if they decide that babies <coughs> that are going to be uh, not going to grow up taller than five feet shouldn't exist? How far are we going to carry that idea? To me, the only, uh, the only, the only way a, a happy human society, a healthy human society should exist is let for the good Lord to decide. If the baby is alive, the baby is alive. And uh, if somebody kills a baby, whether in the womb or outside the womb, should be charged with a first-degree murder. And ladies and gents, life begins in conception. That's the only way you can describe it. Life does begin in conception. Abortion is a first-degree uh, first uh, murder. Uh, now, people that support abortion, um, they have a huge moral flaw in them. Uh, let me go back to this story that I have uh, on my screen. Bring this up. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, from AP, Democrat presidential candidates uh, say Northern should uh, resign. Uh, 
Jupiter, Florida dateline. Most uh, uh, 2020 Democratic candidates uh, quickly joined uh, uh, the call for Virginia Governor Ralph Northam to resign following the discovery of a racist photo uh, in which he appears more than uh, 30 years ago. Northam apologized twice Friday after the photo from his medical school yearbook surfaced, but uh, a freshman governor's expression of re regret <coughs> have not quieted the calls for him to step down from the office he took over less than a month ago. He appears to have almost no choice but to resign after losing support from prominent Democrats in Virginia and beyond, including from Democratic Party, historical, diverse, and growing field of 2020 candidates, which includes two African-American senators, Cory Booker of New Jersey and Kamala Harris of California. Well, obviously, Democrats want to get rid of him as a liability, even though he is, uh, they're totally in the lockstep with him uh, ideologically. All of them uh, are for abortion, and I would suspect none of them will object in killing infants while they're born. Uh, just a hunch. They never said that, but they're smarter than uh, Ralph Northam. They, they never vocalized it that way. But let's look at uh, who <coughs> those uh, people are. Um, let's look at Cory Booker. Who is Cory Booker? He is, uh, if he wants to run our country from the White House. And um, let's see who he is. He uh, tries to portray him as quote-unquote Spartacus, as a rebel. Uh, he's nothing but that. <coughs> what Cory Booker is, is a Wall Street puppet. This is from Washington Examiner. Uh, the um, headline is, Cory Booker's Wall Street ties may undermine support from Democrats left. Let me read you a few paragraphs. Again, uh, during the Kavanaugh hearing, Cory Booker tried to portray himself is a slave revolt leader. Spartacus moment uh, over some nonsense where his uh, political career was not ever impaired. Well, he's nothing from it. He, uh, he is a uh, card-carrying uh, member of the Wall Street uh, Democrat elite uh, cartel. When Cory Booker, I'm reading the story, when Cory Booker jumped uh, into the 2020 presidential race on Friday, he promised to build his campaign the right way without money from corporate political action a committee in Stop this. The millions of dollars um, uh, he accepted from Wall Street in the past, however, and his uh, defense of Mitt Romney uh, Bain Capital in 2012 may uh, still come back to hunt him. Uh, I'm not about to sit here and uh, indict private equity, he said during a meet the press interview uh, while still mayor of Newark, New Jersey. At the time, Obama presidential campaign was attacking Romney, who ultimately lost in, a, in an ad describing him as someone uh, takes the poor and middle class and uh, gives to the rich. Um, it is obvious. Excuse me. Um, it, uh, it, it is obvious that Cory Booker is just another uh, another bought and uh, uh, paid and bought for bought and paid for puppet of the uh, of the Democrat wing of the elite who control our banking elite. Uh, 
Now, he was all righteous uh, during the Kavanaugh hearing. Uh, he was not shy about uh, openly uh, calling uh, openly calling uh, uh, openly agreeing with the false accusations accusations of rape uh, by uh, uh, those deranged women that they leveled at uh, now uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. He was all on their side. He was all condemning uh, men uh, uh, attacking women. But guess what? Uh, he himself uh, has admitted that he has sexually assaulted a woman. As a matter of fact, the woman was um, drunk and sleeping at the time. Here's the headline from Political Insider. U.S. Senator Cory Booker, Democrat in New Jersey, admits he sexually assaulted a woman. And let me scroll this down, if I can, and I'm going to read you a couple of paragraphs. Here he is. U.S. Senator uh, Cory Booker, a Democrat in New Jersey. Uh, oops, too far. Went too far down. When I uh, when I live stream, uh, it slows down my computer. At some point, I'll have to upgrade it. What's going on here? Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Senator Cory Booker, Democrat New Jersey, recently called on President Donald Trump to resign due to the sexual abuse allegations were thrown at him during 2016 presidential campaign. As Booker said in a rally in Alabama before today's Senate special election, I, w I just watched Al Franken uh, do uh, the honorable thing and resign. My question is, why isn't Donald Trump doing the same thing? Who is more? Who has more serious allegations against him with uh, more women what, uh, coming out? With more women coming forward. Now, the information has resurfaced that reportedly shows Booker admitting publicly in 1992 that he sexually assaulted a woman. So with all that fake indignation, we find out that Cory Booker actually not only assaulted a, a woman, uh, but he also publicly admitted. Uh, and let me scroll this down a little bit. Um, in uh, GoNews.com uh, report, so Booker wrote a column for the Stanford Daily as a master's uh, student at Stanford University. The op-ed entitled So Much for Stealing Second shows Booker telling a personal story in the hope that it would be the most powerful way to make a point and to make people think Booker had it. When I was hes hesitating in writing a column, I realized I was basking in hypocrisy, so I chose to write uh, and risk. The column goes on to describe uh, Booker's on New Year's in 1984, he grabbed a friend's breast on a bed without her permission, Booker said. That was, uh, who was, uh, Booker, who was 15 years old at the time, said, I remember uh, debating uh, my next move, uh, is if it was a chess, chase, uh, chess game. Uh, let's see here, let me close this. Maybe that's what's slowing down. When I and you know what, I, 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 I have difficulty uh, maintaining that page in a real way. Yeah, granted, he was, uh, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, granted, uh, 
this is the uh, this is the picture of that particular op-ed. So basically, he says when he was in high school, uh, uh, he saw a girl he knew uh, in a drunken stupor, and he started fondling her breasts while she was drunk. Um, interesting, and that comes from a man who is a sectomonious uh, uh, about the uh, uh, sexual assault. Doing something like that to a drunken female is assault and battery. And he should have been prosecuted, and uh, he should have uh, should have been uh, should have been convicted. I don't know if he should have been thrown to jail for that, but there should have been legal ramifications, even if he was 15 years old. How many 15-year-old boys look at uh, at a girl who is in a drunken stupor, and instead of protecting and helping her, they just put uh, their hands on her breast and start fumbling her? That shows uh, a depravity in such an absence of a moral compass uh, that I cannot describe. And he writing as a, as a matter of fact. I'm curious, did he ever apologize to that, uh, to that girl? And, and don't come back with that crap at me, he was only 15 years old. How many 15-year-old 15 15 boys would do something like that to a girl? And if you see a 15-year-old doing to that 15-year-old uh, boy doing that, there, what are what are you going to think of that boy? This shows a tremendous moral <sighs> fault, tremendous moral um, damage on a person, and I'm not sure that that tremendous moral damage can be repaired. This is how he, uh, how he is made, uh, and this is a real sexual assault, real sexual assault and battery, not a made-up like, uh, like Judge Kavanaugh. Having that on his record, Booker should have recused himself from the hearing on Judge Kavanaugh. Um, that's not the only thing that uh, Cory Booker apparently has done. Uh, let's see. Here's a story from uh, the Goldwater, and let me bring this up on the screen. Apparently, uh, there is a gay man that accused uh, Cory Booker of sexually assaulting him in the past. Okay, let me bring the story up, and let's read. Uh, let's read a few paragraphs out of that again. Again, this is from that sanctimonious. Uh, a person uh, who was calling Judge Kavanaugh a rapist. Uh, this one is from uh, the Goldwater.com. Gay man accuses Corey. Oops, sorry about that, guys. Uh, gay man accuses Corey Booker of uh, a sexual assault, and this story is from uh, October 21, 2018. Uh, there is a stunning new sexual assault accusation, and while uh, unverified for now, if proven true, could be explosive. The allegations are against Democrat Jer <coughs> New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, making this especially controversial to say at least that the accuser happens to be both gay and self-proclaimed liberal who claims he votes for the Democratic Party. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can bring this bring this tweet up. Uh, let's see if it'll load. 
here we go. You know, slowly, low, 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 low. Um, in a, an anonymous Twitter user published an unsettling details account uh, of his uh, alleged interaction that took place in a bathroom uh, years ago between him and New Jersey Senator uh, uh, Booker. And it looks like uh, those things didn't load. But there was an accusation leveled at him that, uh, as far as I know, Curry Booker has never, never addressed. Um, moving, uh, moving on. <coughs> uh, Joe Biden darling of uh, Democrat Party. Another uh, example of a uh, traditional, even though he's from Rhode Island, I believe, uh, he is another traditional Southern Democrat with everything that comes with those, uh, with those traditions. Um, I am on the uh, examiner uh, the story is from January 31st, 2019. Uh, Joe Biden embraced segregation in 1975, claiming it was a matter of black pride. This is the headline. So in 1975, Joe Biden uh, embraced uh, segregation. Let me scroll this down. Uh, Joe Biden, weighing a 2020 White House bid, once advocated... Uh, continued school uh, segregation in the United States, arguing that it, uh, arguing that it, uh, it uh, benefits minorities that integration would prevent black people from embracing their own identity. Uh, uh, how do you spell separate but equal that was championed uh, by Southern uh, racists? Um, in 2008, after being chosen as Barack Obama's uh, I'm sorry, Biden was speaking in 1975 when he opposed federally mandated uh, busing policy designed to end segregation in schools. In the past few decades, he has claimed that he wanted the segregation but believed the policy of busing would not achieve it. Last year, he stated he had voted uh, heroically to protect busing. Yeah, what a liar. In 2008, after being chosen as Barack uh, uh, Obama's vice president running, I mean, he said, the struggle for civil rights was an uh, animated political element of my life. He appears poised to make civil rights record as a centerpiece of any campaign. Telling audience in Fort Lauderdale this week that I came out of civil rights movement. Yeah, he did come out of the civil rights movement. He came out of the tradition, uh, out of the uh, out of uh, out of the side which fought the civil rights movement for people of color in the United States. Uh, this was the man who truly advocated the, uh, was against, uh, uh, desegregation of public schools. He believed in separate but, but equal. I'm sure he still believes it. Uh, Uncle Joe has many skeletons in his, uh, uh, many skeletons in his, uh, his closet. Uh, many people have looked at the public appearances he made with children, and uh, there have uh, been a plethora of pictures and videos uh, that appeared that looked like uh, Joe Biden was uh, 
involved in um, less than appropriate interactions with prepubescent children. And one uh, of the appearances looked like he was whispering sweet nothings into the ear of a uh, 11-year-old girl during a photo opportunity, and um, she looked uh, markedly uh, uncomfortable. Uh, I am on the uh, uh, Kevin Jackson, the Black Sphere, uh, the headline, and that, that is from November 15, 2017. The headline is Secret Service Agent Says Joe Biden is the Washington, D.C. Weinstein. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. Secret Service agent says Joe Biden is Washington C. Weinstein. I have seen Joe Biden. Have you seen the Joe Biden around women? Dude is like a kid in the candy store. The man is uh, an unabashed harasser of women, and his behavior with children suggests he's an apologetic uh, uh, pedophile as well. The reward of power. And I'm reading. I'm reading the story. In videos and pictures, um, Biden op openly harasses women. It is not just the women Biden harasses, because I think the man uh, gets pleasure out of doing this in front of uh, women's husbands and little girls' fathers. Again, a show of power. If uh, if you know he could only get away with this in front of uh, leftist parasites, if Biden touched w uh, women in my life like that, I'd punch his lights out. Like uh, Hollywood with Weinstein, DC knows about Biden, and a former Secret Service agent assigned to Biden residence claims that Service often had to protect women from him. The unnamed agent, uh, agent reveal, quote, we had to cancel the VP Christmas to get together at the white president's house because Biden would grope all of our wives and girlfriends' asses. The agent was speaking uh, of the annual party for agents and Navy personnel. Uh, uh, the agent was speaking to the annual party for agents and Navy personnel who were tasked with protecting the Biden family. The agent added uh, that would uh, mess with uh, he would mess with every single woman uh, or a teen. It was horrible. Here is a video. I don't know if we'll uh, uh, play in this video. Uh, he uh, in this video it shows what he did to the children. Maybe you can uh, look. Uh, at uh, at him groping a little girl on camera. Let's see if I can play this video, if it will play. It just, uh, the name of the video is uh, Creepy Joe. Here we go.
picture of him groping a woman in a restaurant. Uh, apparently, there's a lot more more graphic uh, pictures of Joe Biden uh, doing that. <coughs> Some of those compilations have been uh, removed. Uh, have been removed from. Uh, have been removed from YouTube. Um, moving on, let's talk about Pocahontas, that fake uh, American Indian lady. Uh, who lied about being in uh, an American Indian so she could uh, get a job at uh, Harvard University. Uh, apparently, she had to apologize to the real Indians who took issue with taking a, uh, a, DNA, a DNA test showing that um, her being an uh, American Indian is a delusion. Uh, I am on the, uh, the Bongino.com, that Bongino's website. Elizabeth Warren apologizes to Cherokee Nation for DNA test. Now let me scroll down a little bit. Senator Elizabeth Warren uh, has apologized to the Cherokee Nation for taking a DNA test to prove uh, she... Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Elizabeth Warren uh, uh, apologized for the uh, uh, Cherokee Nation for taking DNA test to prove that she is a Native American. Uh, she has Native American background. Let me scroll down. Tribal leaders uh, said Warren apologized, but would not specify what she said according to Tulsa World. In a statement, uh, Cherokee Nation said Senator Warren has uh, uh, reached out to us and uh, has apologized to the tribe. We are all encouraged by the dialogue and understanding that being a Cherokee Nation tribal citizen is rooted in centuries of culture and laws, not through DNA tests. Well, you know, it, it, again, it's a traditional Democrat idea that your DNA trumps anything else that you have. Uh, the Cherokee Nation has it right. Uh, culture in the human values trumps uh, your DNA makeup. And of course, uh, the uh, those eugenic Nazi ideas of the Democrat Party stay otherwise. They say that your color of your skin, uh, that your ancestors, that your DNA is far more important than who you are. And obviously, Elizabeth Warren agrees uh, with, uh, with those Nazi ideas. Uh, let's see. Uh, the next uh, story that I have Let's talk about Kamala Harris, uh, the uh, the wonder child of uh, California politics. Uh, recently, she was elected to become a, uh, uh, a, a senator from my state, but before that, uh, she was uh, a prosecutor. She was an attorney general. Now, she is trying to position herself as a, a civil rights leader. Reality is, she is a hardcore prison industrial complex uh, 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 candidate. But this is a put it up here. This is a headline from uh, from Fox News. <coughs> Kamala Harris's record as progressive prosecutor facing new scrutiny uh, as she eyes a 2020 run. And this story, I think, was uh, written before she announced, but no more than a month ago. Let me read you a few paragraphs. As uh, speculation grows over U.S. Senator Kamala Harris's presidential aspirations, the California 
Democrat record as a prosecutor and state attorney general are attracting new scrutiny. <clears throat> the perception uh, that Harris, 54, acted as a progressive prosecutor during the tenure as the district attorney of San Francisco and, and then California attorney uh, general uh, uh, contradict her actions. A University of San Francisco associate law professor argues in a uh, op-ed piece. Time after time, uh, when uh, progressives urged her to embrace criminal justice reforms as a district attorney and then the state attorney general, Ms. Harris opposed them uh, or stayed silent, uh, uh, Lara Bazlon uh, writes in the New York Times. Kamala Harris' defense um, most troubling is uh, uh, Ms. Harris uh, fought tooth and nail to uphold wrongfully convictions that had been secured through official misconduct that included evidence uh, tampering false testimony and suppression of um, crucial information by prosecutors. Uh, Baslon uh, then lists three multiple instances where the Democrat senator failed to embrace criminal justice reforms, either opposing them or declining uh, to state an opinion. Uh, you know, the uh, Kamala Harris uh, once she likes prisons. She likes the war on drugs. She wants uh, people of color to be locked up uh, early and for as long as possible. He can't, you know, that's her record. She may say different, but her record, uh, uh, her record uh, speaks the truth. Let's switch gears completely. Let's, uh, let's uh, uh, talk uh, about rhinos. Uh, there is no easy segue to this, so I'm just going to just stop the, the, that discussion called this uh, and start a new one. Um, let me bring this story up. Uh, the uh, neocons and the rhinos, uh, they love, uh, they, I should say love, they are part of the military-industrial complex. That's how they make uh, their riches, our defense industry. Whether we need weapons or not, <coughs> uh, we allocate uh, trillions of dollars for the weapons. And that is a form of welfare for our, uh, uh, for our, for our elites, for our elites who feed of the military-industrial complex. They love having long, endless wars because they can use low-tech weapons that are cheap to produce, uh, constantly um, need to build new ones because they're self-destroyed when they're used. And profit margins are huge because the church us, the American taxpayers, a lot of money for it. This story is from the Examiner. Uh, and you know what? I just put up the wrong, uh, the wrong story. Uh, let's see here. And you know what? I did not. That's. Uh, I did not. I did not say link to that story, but uh, have um, Senate rhinos have voted, uh, and it's not a binding resolution uh, to oppose the withdrawal of the uh, uh, those royal troops from Syria. They simply want to continue uh, 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 simply want to continue the uh, the war out there. So. Uh, um, I had a lot more planned, but it looks like I have messed up a little bit, and I did not put the, the stories and the links in the proper order. So uh, I, 
I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna switch to something uh, something else. Let's go over the um, let's go over the top uh, stories as uh, as corporate controlled and non-corporate controlled media's uh, covers them. Let's see. I am on Drudge Report, one of my favorites. Uh, they uh, they think the main story of the day is uh, a Dixie drama. Virginia Garner now says, uh, not him in photo, won't resign uh, Kuhnman. Okay, that's what um, the Matt Drudge thinks is the uh, most important story, uh, most important story of the day. Let's go to, uh, uh, let's go to uh, New York Times. Uh, what does New York Times think? And it's loading, and it's loading. And it's loading, and it is a loading. New York Times takes a long time to load. All right, let's what New York Times thinks. Let's see what they think. New York Times, Ralph Northern uh, uh, resists calls to resign as Virginia Gardner over racist yearbook photos. Yeah, the Democrats want to stop uh, the bleeding. Uh, Washington Post. Uh, what does Jeff Bezos uh, think that uh, is the is the best news of the day? And uh, in a newspaper tradition, the top uh, top uh, you see my uh, cursor at the top left. Uh, the top left story is the uh, uh, is the most important one. Virginia Garner is expected to change course. Uh, say he is uh, uh, say he isn't in. The racist photo. So he is fighting the nail right now to keep his job. Uh, let's see what President Trump says in his Twitter. And let me see if we can bring that up real quick. Let's see at real Donald Trump. Let's see what uh, Donald Trump has been tweeting this morning. Give me a moment to load that up. He uh, has an ability to set the news cycle. All right, so we found it. Here is Twitter. Uh, Donald Trump, this was from two hours ago. Great morning at Trump National Golf Club in Jupiter, Florida. Okay, uh, 24 hours ago. National African American History Month is an occasion to rediscover the enduring stories of African Americans. Okay. Uh, from yesterday, thank you to Senator Rob Portman and Senator Cory Gardner for early and warm endorsement. And uh, we'll all win in 2020 together. Well, it's obviously that Donald Trump made some sort of a deal with the neocons and right nows. And let's see another thing. Uh, we added 304,000 jobs, <coughs> which was a shocker to a lot of people. It wasn't a shocker to me. So he's not setting the, uh, the news cycle this way. I think uh, probably, I'm sure he's aware of what's going on in uh, Virginia uh, scandal. He just doesn't want to enter that street fight and you know what? I don't blame him. I uh, I wouldn't either. 
Ladies and gents, I really appreciate you joining me. Yeah, I, I really do. Before before I go, uh, I'm uh, loading my my own website. I'm going to show it to you. It's Wild News, uh, Wild News US, and um, my own website. Here it is loaded. Uh, if for some reason uh, you feel a need to contact me, uh, uh, just click on the contact info, uh, and my, all my contact information is there. Uh, I want to ask you if, unless you know me personally, um, my phone number is there, but unless you know you know me personally, email me first because I may not answer the uh, the phone I don't recognize. Uh, but sometimes I do anyways. Um, I appreciate you joining me a lot more than I can uh, ever express in words. Thank you very much. And I just want to say, for some reason, you want to discuss something with me, or you take an issue with me, or have uh, an interesting point of view that uh, you think uh, people who join me on my podcast, my live streams, may enjoy, um, email me. Email me. I, I would love to find somebody with whom I can discuss things or debate things. We don't have to agree, uh, as long as it's interesting and provocative. Um, just email me. I'd really appreciate it. Well, I got. I'm, st- I'm in my office this uh, this morning, this afternoon. I still have work to do before I can uh, take off for the weekend. So uh, I thank you. Thank you for joining me again. Uh, I don't have the words to express how much I. Appreciate you joining me on my live streams and my podcasts. And God bless you. Have a blessed weekend. And if you're in Southern California, stay dry. God bless you, ladies and gents. God bless you.